Hi, John. How's it going today? Man. <laughs> uh, Wednesday, January 6th, 2021. Yep, that is certainly today's date. I, I don't think uh, I don't think we have to delve into like what's going on. People can just recall when they listen to the episode and be like, "Oh, that that's what was going on." Yeah, we really kind of fucked ourselves into a corner by not recording this one yesterday, but still promising to upload things to the Patreon on Fridays, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I thought about saying, "Hey, let's record today, yesterday," but I was like, "Nah." I, I thought about it, but I was, like, really tired after work, um, and I, I, I just, like, was zonked out most of the afternoon. Yeah. Um, so, oopsie. O- oopsie doopsie. <laughs> uh, but it's fine. Every, everything's good here at a Homestuck podcast. Everything's fine. More or less. Uh, I, I think, I think the biggest problem I have right now is, like, how long ago we recorded our last episode? Because like it feels so long ago now. It was a co- it was like uh, a week or two ago because we recorded the the last one. Uh, it was like over, the twenty eighth over the holiday break, something like that. Yeah, and I remember um, it was like wait no it wasn't. Hmm. It was more than that. It, it it was longer ago than that because like we recorded we it, skipped it. The, the the day that we decided that we were gonna take a holiday break. And we, yeah, and we skipped a, a week, or, we, we like, skipped a week, because we were like, oh, it's gonna be even weirder if we have two episodes done, like, two weeks in advance. Yeah. Uh, post-launching the Patreon and all that. Yeah, but, but now, our, I, I, I was thinking, I, like, listened a little bit, uh, to our last episode, and, like, the uncertainty of whether or not we were gonna have a Patreon at the time, like, whether it would be up, like, when the episode mm-hmm. went up, man... We, we we probably should have waited a few days to record that just so that it would <laughs> age better like no no it's funny it's funny it um, is funny but man but we have a patreon now what the yeah, heck Ch- check it out we need to update the twitter so that it's like pinned somewhere or in the profile yeah wait i think did uh, i did i put it in the profile i don't think i don't think you did i think i looked at the twitter earlier and i was like hmm that should probably be more uh Oh, I thought That's I changed. Noticeable. It. I thought I changed it. I'll, I'll, I'll do it after we record. After we finish recording, but uh, yeah, make it pinned and all that. But uh, listeners, if you if you don't follow us on Twitter, Patreon, if you want to support us, uh, Patreon.com/slash/hpcast. Go check it out. There's, There's lots of fun perks. You can give us eleven thousand dollars, and <laughs> we'll put your fan troll in the podcast. Yeah. Um. Uh, I I think my favorite of the things you of the, the perks you added in there for the joke tiers is viewing access to the admin channel. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because <laughs> that one is like actually feasible. Uh. So I, I guess if you want to give us like what is it like sixty bucks a month and you can you can look at us try to decide what to put in the thumbnail each week. Uh. You can do that now. Yeah. I I thought it would be funny to make that a a higher priced one because of like how little we actually talk in the admin channel because it's like you can see you can see every time that we have to put off recording because i have to do my laundry because i'm out of clean underwear yeah it happens a lot <laughs> yeah it, it's the admin channel is mostly aiden laundry talk uh both of us saying when are we going to record 
and then like the rest of it is like preparations to upload an episode and like thumbnail picking and Alex Alex saying calling us out for uh bad audio yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah um if if you want to get the episodes early and listen to it on on Friday or so you can get it uh ahead of the weekend instead of immediately after you can do that now uh that's one of the I think it's like a five dollar tier. Yeah, that's that's um, the five dollar tier, and then it's the ten dollar tier. We're gonna have intermission episodes where we we talk about things that are not homestuck, and those will be once a month. And if you if you pay ten dollars, you'll you'll get that early. Everything's gonna be free. It's just it's just early stuff. Time get it exclusivity. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, we talked about it. I don't think either of us really felt comfortable like completely paywalling yeah. content yeah um a, a partly because i feel like i feel like it would be like a waste to to have us do the metal gear episode then only a couple people who decide to give us money get to hear it yeah so if you want to give it if you want to support us uh go ahead um it'd be cool uh any anything that you give us will be basically just funneled back into the podcast. Um, so like paying for hosting for SoundCloud, maybe at some point getting better audio equipment, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, stuff like that. Um, or if not, uh, that's, that's also fine, but it is an option now. Uh, yeah. Two thumbs up. Cool stuff. Two, two, four thumbs up. Uh, maybe five. Um, uh, but we uh, have an episode to, to... We, we do. Um, I think last episode was, was maybe our longest in history, and this one is, I'm gonna say it, it's probably gonna be a short one. You never know with us. Cause we, we like to like, talk. <laughs> we, but we do also have, like, five pages and two pester logs. Yeah. Yeah. Um... There's a lot of interesting stuff in here, though, or a decent amount of it. Um, I, I guess I can get us started if you would like to just roll into it. Let's go. Let's 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 hop on in. All right. So, uh, you will recall that uh, last time we got started with Act Six, we met our first two of the uh, Alpha Kids, um, Jane and Jake, and we got some conversations with the other two. Um, and we left off where Jane had just relayed the tale of her dream to Jake and how she awakened on Prospect and she awoke to see all of the Prospicians in the midst of a funeral procession for, uh, none other than, uh, Jake himself. Yeah. Uh, leading off on the, on the tid, the story tidbit of, uh, the page is dead, all hope is lost. Um, damn, that's crazy. Wild. I, I wonder if Jake will pro will will process this in any meaningful way, or if he'll just <laughs> go outside and wander around like a dipshit. <laughs> um, uh, of course it's the latter because as we as we established last time, the Alpha Kids are baseless. Everybody is horny for Jake, and Jake is a moron. Uh. Maybe I'm being too harsh. Jake Jake is not the most uh, attuned to things other than having adventures and movies. Yeah. He's Jake. He's, he's, he's just Jake. being himself. Yeah. Um so so we we pick up on uh, on Jake 
getting his silly old adventure off to the races. He has to go and find uh, the Brobot and retrieve the uranium inside it to power the bunny that has to go back to Jade. Um, so he, he exits his, his house, and, and we see we start seeing how strange the island that Jake has. Yeah, uh, yeah. Something's, something's different here. We talked about how, how similar but different things are last episode, but man, something happened here. Yeah, the the first glaring difference is that the 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 tower uh, while Jake lives in the the uh the uh, of the tower that Jade's room was in, um, it is it, it, the the building itself is in ruins. Um, we we saw he had the same like bedroom up top, and when he went downstairs, there was a little robot chamber. And then now he's outside, but he exits through what I think is the the hallway to the little offshoot tower. Yeah, and he exits into a giant overgrown pumpkin patch, which is surreal in itself, considering this is MSPA, and it's all in the middle of this giant overgrown forest. It's a it's pretty cool. Um. We know that with the pumpkins, that uh, the pumpkins just appear to be when when Jake was figuring out how to work the transmaterializer that would end up facilitating his communication with Jade. Uh, the the pumpkins just seem to appear from nowhere. So we now have an in lore explanation for why pumpkins in the comic have been disappearing magically. Damn. And they all came here. That's crazy. To, to Universe B two. <laughs> yeah, these are these pumpkins are like big. Yeah, I mean they're not unrealistic. They're, they're, you can grow some pretty fucking big pumpkins in real life. I, I mean, I mean on page forty two twenty one, like looking at Jake and the size that he is, because he's in, he's not in, he's not in sprite form. Mm-hmm. They, the, those pumpkins look pretty big. They they're Jake size. Yeah, some of the some of those ones in the foreground look pretty relatively fucking huge. Um. But yeah, uh, pumpkin lore explanation. Um, Jake is uh, observing the pumpkins and not observing the the giant animal in the background that seems to be stalking him. And uh, whoa, uh, he's now he's talking to Roxy. Roxy pesters him. Let's go. Um, this pester log is is kind of funny. Uh, I. I think it's it's really funny in the context of when we saw the Roxy and Jane Pestulog previously, where she was asking Jane like, "Hey, how do I how do I give Jake a gift to 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 be subtle?" And not not that's not really what's going on here. Yeah, we'll yeah. Say. She just flat out says, "Hey, what do you what do you want for your birthday?" And comes on pretty strong in general. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, she asks, she, she doesn't ask him what he wants for his birthday, she asks him what he wants for his wiggling day. Oh, right, wiggling day. Yes. Um, which is, uh, one of the, the hints in this reading that the, the Alternia has kind of bled into Earth 2 here in more ways than just the presence of the Kandes. Yeah. And also the uh, Hustop. Yes, that too. And, uh, obviously, Jake's entire Lord English getup, which still is, is just weird. Yeah, just a little. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, um, 
I guess this is the first like uh uh the first time it really starts to come in like strong through dialogue especially yeah because uh, there are a lot there are a couple instances in this conversation where Roxy invokes like alternian terminology that yeah is jarringly out of place but yeah uh Roxy comes on comes on pretty strong um uh she brings up uh suburb and the game. Um, and talks about how she doesn't think that they should play it, uh, because she has the creeping suspicion that it is all playing into the Baroness's plans. Um, even though she knows that there's all these good things associated with the game, uh, something, something just feels off to her. Uh, nonetheless, uh, she she makes sure that Jake is clear on the itinerary for the game, uh... Who's entering in what order, and who's going to be who's host, and all that. Uh, generally, demonstrating a much greater level of awareness than the average players of Suburb we've seen so far. Yeah, things seem like pretty ironed out for the game plan far more than like the original kids. Mm-hmm. Which is weird in itself, I have to say. Like it, it, it it's really weird that all of these kids are, like, on board or, like, on a, like, they have an idea of what's, what awaits them. Yeah. I in mean... In a more grounded sense. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we did see UU, like, showing that, that they have a bunch of knowledge. Right. La- last episode, so it, it's to be assumed that, like, they're, like, feeding information to all of the kids and they're the source of, like, why they're on board with everything. Yeah, I mean, we know that they have a source and where the source comes, or, well, we don't know where the source comes, but we know, we know they have a source, but it just feels weird from a storytelling, it feels weird from, like, a feel perspective to me. Yeah. Uh, considering that, like, the beta kids just kind of, like, flailed their way through it, and half the trolls had no idea what was going on, more than half, probably. Yeah. Went in their session. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, Roxy agrees that uh, though even though she's really worried, though uh, she's she's pretty hyped. Um, but she has one condition with Jake uh, that she won't give him the files to download uh, if he. Uh, unless he promises not to run it on one of his shitty brainwashy helmets. Um, which is another line I think is interesting. Uh, obviously, the, like, the Lord English computer helmet is odd on its own, but especially in the context of we've also been introduced to Jane's corporate propaganda tiara atop that wires into her brain yeah. to show things in her field of vision. Uh it's also it, it yeah yeah it adds another layer of mystery to what i kind of thought in my head was like oh this is just like the the other kids like like uh like jade's glasses that just show things yeah. or uh, any of the other kids who have stuff like that um blah, blah, blah. don't play the British version. um Roxy talks about uh, how 
Jake will just kind of do things like that when she suggests them, whereas she has a, a very difficult time with Jane in similar situations. And this is one of the kind of parts of conversations that I thought was really interesting in this reading, um, and shows uh, establishes a more interesting dynamic between some of these characters that we're starting to get, uh, which is Jane, uh, which we saw a little bit of last time, but specifically Jane not wanting to believe anything about uh, the Baroness, um, and kind of interpreting anything that Roxy tried to legitimately warn her of as just a personal attack. Yeah. And how Roxy... Roxy says here, um... Uh, doing a lot of songs and dances to convince somebody who thinks you're shooting on them all the time kind of wears on a friendship. Uh, which is... Yeah, true. So true. Um, it's... It, it is it is indeed really difficult to, uh... To make somebody consider a perspective that they're very naturally re- resistant to... And it does indeed wear on a friendship. These are very true things. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 I like, I have this, like, highlighted, because, like, I really like this, uh, giving some backdrop on, like, a, a, I don't know, it feels like a more, um, interesting, uh, into, like, a, a character dynamic that exists here than, like, everybody wants to fuck Jake English, which is fun. <laughs> But, like, you know what I mean? It's, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's there's more nuance to to the relationships. Just a bit. This isn't just hormonal, yeah. uh, hormonal acting up. Um, however, this is also about how everybody wants to fuck Jake English. <laughs> uh, and, and Roxy uses this as a, as a, as a, uh, contrast to say, like, and you're so awesome because you just believe things that I tell you. Uh, I like Jake's response, which is, if a man believes hard enough in imaginary things, then I dare say that makes them slightly less fake. That That is a uh, good line. Yeah. Um, in the process of, of, of this conversation, uh, Roxy accidentally drops that, uh, that that Jane may or may not uh have a thing for Jake, um, and, and that that might be one of the things that Jake likes that Jane likes about him so much, uh, and she just really just drops her spaghetti everywhere here, <laughs> and ends up because Jake is an idiot ends up kind of barricading herself uh back into the friend zone, um, because Jake Jake uh on hearing this is like. Wow, that that's that's really awkward. If I ever have any girl problems, can I come and talk to you about them because we're friends? Man. Man. <laughs> it is it is really entertaining uh how much of an idiot Jake is. It's it's very believable uh for uh for like a, for a 15-year-old boy, I yeah. have to say. Yeah, classic teen moment. <laughs> mhm. The two most classic teen things are just relentless awkward horniness and complete obliviousness to relentless awkward horniness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, this is where I was saying, like, Roxy uh, in here drops pale friend, which is another thing that, like, made me do a double take. Yeah. Ro- Roxy definitely has, like, 
more knowledge than the others, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, particularly with uh, the the first page of the of the of the chat between them when when she says cake selling genocidal alien overlord sea queen, which was like yes. man, she really just flat out described the condas. She is a very that is that is a very accurate description of the, of the Baroness indeed. Um, it, and part of what's I think feels so strange about it is that it's really casual. Like yeah, I don't know if her friends are just used to her saying these things or if or what, but it 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 really just kind of drops and moves and the conversation moves right along classic roxy moment saying saying all these things that nobody knows what she means classic (laughs) i'm putting roxy on the list of characters to keep a close eye on (laughs) oh definitely yes do that um (laughs) i I know she's also a fan favorite but yeah this is it's cool um one more final thing on this page three for a loop um Jake abbreviating Weekend at Bernie's <laughs> as WAB really looks yeah. way different in 2021. Yeah, in, in, a, in, a, in a post-WAP world, uh, <laughs> man, that... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Also, the fact that he has multiple Weekend at Bernie posters is really something... Also a great Jake fact. Man. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I, I just had to point it out. One, Yeah, okay. Um, And uh, the last actual relevant thing that happens is that Roxy says that she will enable the novice setting on the on the robot again, uh, so Jake has an easy time uh, on his robo-quest. Man. I don't know if that's a good thing, though. <clears throat> Especially after he described the 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 novice setting as being too tender. <laughs> we'll we'll see, I guess. Um, uh, <laughs> putting the 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 bro bot on easy mode, just making it try to have Kate sex with Jake. It's one of still weeks later. I still don't quite know how to process it. Just don't process it at all. Just, just accept it. Just move on. Okay, okay, I won't. Okay. Um, moving on. Uh, we we, we the conversation comes to a close. Um, Jake uh, removes his helmet and draws his double pistol. His his uh, double pistols, and is immediately surprised by a a, a giant crab dad, like like Carcats loses crab dad. Literal um, crab dad. Yeah. Uh, it, who put yeah, this here? Yes. Who, what's this doing here? What? Who did this? What's going on? <laughs> who did this? Um. He peppers the big crab dad w- with bullets and causing it to slink away. Um, and uh, is immediately uh and and, and is confronted from behind. By a straight Tinkerbell, who he whips around and immediately murders. Which is really funny. Extremely I, funny. I, I I wrote I wrote in my notes retribution because 
this is this is to me this is obviously like a callback to when Tavros inadvertently killed Grandpa. Well, not inadvertently, <laughs> literally killed Grandpa. <laughs> intentionally killed Grandpa. I don't know why he's inadvertently. He he literally killed Grandpa intentionally. <laughs> Uh, and now, shit. and now in, in, an, in another universe, in an alternate timeline, grandpa has gotten, gotten retribution and, and Wonderful. killed, a, killed a Tinkerbull. <laughs> you love to, you love to see this innocent animal being murdered. <laughs> um, as Jake looks on at the, 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 the carcass of the Tinkerbull he has slain, uh, we see... A little red pair of anime shades light up in the in the in the in the forest behind him. Haunting as as the robot lurks and waits. Um, and then we cut away. Uh, t- back to Jane. Um, she she uh implements her plan of last resort, and she pulls out a little remote with the uh, with the bro with the the bro shades on it. Uh, and hits the button on it, and uh, a, a robot bunny with a little sword uh, bursts out of Pop-Up Crocker's stuffed body's neck hole. Poor Pop-Up. Like a whole little alien. <laughs> um, yep. That, yep. Yep, that happened. That, that definitely happened. And we're back to Jake. Um, what were the dates on these? Yep, yep, yep. This was <laughs> what? Okay, I, for for a second, I thought that the the bunny coming out was like just its own update, but that's at the end of the the last update with Jake. Um, because I was like, wow, that was a really short uh little Jane bit. Uh, because because now we're right back to right back to Jake. Yeah, and oh man, something happened to the lab house thing yeah the 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 skynet lab seems to be in ruins uh on hell murder island as as it's just been coined um but we're not we're not looking at that right now because jake's got other places to be uh he emerges from the forest uh on on the coast of like the little island bay um and uh beholds the zoological splendor of a of a horde of of centaurs uh, making their ways across the hills. This is a horrible shot. I. This is yes. <laughs> I don't. This is one of the many things. This is one of the few things I have not been able to forget about early Act Six. The 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 foreboding shot of a giant Arthur with udders out is something. It it's I. It's hard to describe. This is one of those panels that you would, like, show to a non-homesuck reader and be like, explain this panel. <laughs> yes, yes. It... <laughs> I, I hate that the I hate that the narration notes that you have to be careful walking under them in case they shit or leak milk on you. <laughs> I hate it. Ah! Ah! <laughs> um. But yes. Uh... He observes the centaur herd. Uh, he goes over and he looks over at the frog temple, uh, which, of course, there's one there. Uh, you can see a, a dragon in the sky. It's like Teresi's Lucis. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. 
everyone's, everyone's here. here. <laughs> <laughs> we both said it. Um, we both said the thing. <laughs> there appears to be a whale flying in the sky as well. Uh, above him on forty-two forty-nine. Yeah, that's the that's the sky whale. Yeah. Yeah. It sure is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, was the sky whale elusive before? Uh, Am I forgetting something? There, because because Feffery had Glibgollum and and Aridin had uh, Seahorse Dad. Um, uh, the the Sky Whale is from the sequence where it is shown that Aridin is, is helping to feed Feffery's Lucis. Uh, he kills right. he he kills a Sky Whale and it it it, it drops into the ocean, and that's 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 the only Sky Whale we've ever seen. I am going to knit this into my headcanon as this is the Lucis of one of the fan trolls <laughs> who were obliterated uh, as a Kickstarter reward. That's a that's which we'll a, talk about eventually. That's a good headcanon. Um, okay, I'm <laughs> okay. That's what that's from. Uh, but yeah, Jake. Uh, he looks down into the bay and uh, 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 a fish goat dad. Um emerges from the waters uh, to, and gives him quite a scare. Um, this is completely unrelated, but I just remembered it. The, it always weirded me out. I, this is based on some mythological creature that I don't know a lot about, but I know that it is because in Megami Tensei, there is a demon called Makara <laughs> that is is basically like a, a, a fish goat like this. Um... So I just remembered that, and I had to vocalize it. Man, WTF, Atlas, fans fuck? of Homestuck? <laughs> I, I first encountered it. See, I, I think it's like a real possibility that like Hussey just ripped off that design, or that it's like it, it just very true to the mythological source, because I think that the game that I first saw that demon in came out in like 2007 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Wow, Hussey just ripping off uh, mythology like that. WTF, wow, Hussey, get original ideas. WTF. Um, we think we we now uh, go back to Jane, um, who uh, assesses the damage that the Robo Bunny has done to uh, Pop Up's dead body. Uh, funnily enough, uh, when when Pop Up's head fell off, uh, his eye was scratched. Wow, that's wow. that's crazy. The, he's missing an arm now. The eye is scratched. Wow, it's it's mirroring something. Whoa, George Lucas voice. It's like poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> so true. So true. So so true. Um, Jane attempts to just fix his head back on with the poker. Uh, and is interrupted by, uh, by Strider pestering her. Um, I purposely didn't say Dirk's name last episode because there was a bit more of an air of mystery around him. Yeah. Uh, but now that he's talking, I'm just going to call him Dirk because it's easier. Yeah, um, that's, that's understandable. And, and there's really oh, so, only so many four-letter date, like, D names for boys. Yeah. So whatever. Um... Anyway, uh, what he wants to know is uh, why she has activated Dear Sweet Huggy Bear. Uh, which is apparently the name of the bunny. <laughs> Horrible name for a bunny. <laughs> no, I like it. It's funny. Um, 
also know if she's in danger. Uh, um, Jane questions whether this is the uh, assures him that she's fine and uh, wants to know whether it's the real or it's the real Dirk or it's the autoresponder. Um, which leads to a bit of a conversation about uh, the autoresponder. Um, Dirk says uh, that uh, uh, he, he, he has to leave it on uh, to keep both the autoresponder and Jake on their toes. Uh, because apparently Jake has to be more skeptical, like Jane, uh, to, to mirror what apparently he tells Jane, which is what she has to be more like Jake. Um, which is maybe, maybe true. Yeah, uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe fair, maybe fair. Um, and also he has an ethical responsibility to keep the autoresponder on because he's basically made a, a sentient life form and trap and keeping it off and like not able to communicate with people would just be cruel. Yeah. Uh, which is like also maybe fair. Um, I don't know. Valid points uh, have been made. <laughs> points have been made. Um, not really answering the question of why he he made a person uh, in his glasses. I mean, would you not make a person in glasses? I I don't think I would. Um. All right, you might have a point. I don't think I would either. <laughs> uh. Um, but, uh, he does say that he, the, it's hard to gauge anything that he says, because as, as we learn here, Dirk is a, is deeply entrenched in the ironic arts. Um, he says that, uh, the, the, the reasons he made the thing were one, um, it's, it's a good conversation partner, uh, so we can talk to himself, and two, it's a really elaborate joke. Which uh kind of lines up what you would expect from another universe Strider. Yeah. Classic classic Strider moment. Yeah. Um, I I I ended up liking this. I, just from this conversation, I I got a pretty good impression of Dirk. As in, like I I enjoy reading this dialogue. Yeah, I I'm I'm a big Dirk liker. Yeah, I Dirk is one of those characters that I have like. Partially because of of trying to avoid spoilers, but also just I have not been able to gauge what the the temperature surrounding him in the fandom is like <laughs> at all. Man, it is all over the place, especially he... in the past like two years. <laughs> the, the discord is evolving. Um, but yeah, uh, Dur- uh, Jane makes a comment about uh, how she'll never understand his humor and. Dirk says, um, okay, like, you, so you've got, like, we've all got our family traditions to keep alive, right? I have to maintain my bros, uh, and evolve it, and you have to keep your, uh, your old racist southern asshole <laughs> family legacies alive, legacy alive, which is like, damn, um, base uh, Dirk. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's like so, I don't know, it, it's, really funny but also it's like i can't tell if he's like genuinely trying to dig at her or not here yeah um because that's a pretty genuine dig yeah uh especially like as he goes on to explain like he wants to to iterate on even if his 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 bros 
uh, satirical films, evidently, are are flawed. Uh, they have historical significance, and it's on him to 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 evolve the form and bring it to something new. Yeah. Um, which it, which I would say is like a good sentiment. Like t- taking taking your ancestors' work and improving it. Uh, kind of, kind of part of the theming of Homestuck. Really, we we've seen it yeah. a bit with the with the with the original kids, but a lot with the trolls. But uh, man, big implications for this universe's Dave. Because like we saw, we saw the billboard in the <laughs> the opening flash of Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff the Moive. The Moive, yes. Um, I love the implication that uh, Alpha Universe Dave directed it. Yeah. Or made it, even. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was even thinking of it in, like, a terms as grand as that. Uh, but I I guess that uh, that squares, um, uh, regardless of how, like, kind of silly and offhanded that it feels right here. Yeah. I mean, it's Homestuck. What do you, what do you yes. expect? <laughs> Yes, yes, Homestuck. Um, the, yeah. He says, it's a legacy I'm proud to inherit. My duty isn't to appropriate his methods with absolute loyalty, but to apply reason and improve upon them. The the apply reason line is, is really funny and feels out of place, but, like, it, it makes sense. Yeah. I like the line. Um... Whereas, whereas, uh, Jane seeks to... Well, he does say, like, you're seeking to improve, uh... It perfect the hokey vaudeville bullshit or something. Uh, seek the zen of a pie to the face and the tower of falling the fuck down. Which could also just be a burn. Yeah. Uh, could be sarcastic. Could be not. I don't know. Uh, the, the Strider irony makes first conversations with people kind of difficult to get a real read on. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. He's fun to read so far. He is. Um, they go over, uh, let's see, see. they go over the bunny, which, this, this line about renaming the bunny or changing him to a girl, if you want, did that jump out to you? Because I, I don't know if, like, I'm just super alert for anything like this now, (laughs) or what, but that was like, wait, hold on. I think it's, I, I, I think it's just a, a, a trend that we've seen putting in, putting into actual word in the comic because yeah every every instance we've seen where an animal changed owners the gender changed and the name changed Mm -hmm. so yeah Uh, like i mean they they all kind of like i i'm i'm now aware of like all of them but this one i guess this one yeah like they he goes out and like he just like says what's happened but in in the context of the pattern it's kind of like yeah that's the that's what's been happening I, then there wasn't anything like I couldn't find anything else about this specific situation that was like worth that 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 was worth noting with it, I guess. Yeah. Um. Ah. Jane decides to go against tradition and uh, allow uh, Mister Huggy Bear to remain a male uh, and renames him Little Sebastian, uh, which is a pretty good name. Yeah. Um. Well said. Little said. Uh, 
But yeah, uh, Dirk explains the 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 anatomy of Lil Seb, um, and does clarify that in fact, uh, Seb is also literally the Con Air Bunny. Somewhere down there, underneath his uh, metallic shell, is the original uh, Con Air Bunny held by Nicolas Cage of Con Air fame. Good. Uh, which apparently is is quite precious to uh, Alpha Dave. Which is um, interesting. Uh, yeah. I, it, it, this, this is another one of those things where it's like, th- this is something that gets alluded to, and I wish there was like more elaboration on it, and it's it's the relationships of the the ancestors. Like, I want I want more. I want to know what happened with the versions of the characters that we know. Like, I want, like, in-depth stuff. Yeah, I want to know, like, uh, it, it's... I like the, the, the all the hints here that's, like, Alpha Dave was really into, um, like, these movies and stuff. Like, it mentions the Starcy and Hutch shades as well. And how, like, he preserved all these artifacts in, like, a museum. Which is, like... I don't know, I want to see what, like, Alpha Dave was like. I want to see what Alpha Dave was like and, like, what got him obsessed with all these movies. Yeah. Uh, the, the the thing that intrigues me about it is that, like, we we know that Alpha Dave still does the Sweet Bro and Hell Jeff thing. Like, we mm-hmm. know that. The, there's that similarity. But the movies thing is not like Dave. That's, a, that's all from John in the beta. Yeah, universe. that's a John thing. Which makes it, to me, it implies that, like, Alpha John and Alpha Dave were, like, in communication with one another, and it's like, I want to know more. That would be cool to see. But we don't see it. Ah! Damn, what a shame. Damn, unironically a shame, yeah. Uh, too bad. You've Now, you've given me one less reason to keep going with this podcast. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, museum, uh... How how Dirk stole it, um, which is also a good detail. Uh, I, uh, I don't, what am I? What am I trying to say here? What do I want to say here? What do you want to uh, say here? It's the the hints here at the the Striders relationship in the Alpha universe are less uncomfortable so far than they were in the Beta universe. I'll say yeah. And it, like you said, it does kind of make me want to see more of it. Uh, I, f- like, at least as makeup for stumbling through all of, like, the puppet porn shit <laughs> in Act 2. Yeah. Um, regardless. Uh, the conversation moves to the actual, uh, matters at hand and the game. Um... And Dirk establishes uh, how the how the session's going to play out, who's going to lead, um, and who's going to lead is Jane, uh, because she uh, she doesn't think she, she she's your friend she's your friend and not your leader, so that's why she's the leader. Um, but rest assured, he'll be pulling all the strings throughout the entirety of the session, and if she needs help, he'll be happy to uh, step in through elaborate. Uh, Fuck puppet metaphor. Yeah. Help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that, 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 yes. I, I, 
I don't have to. I don't have to go through the entire block of text about uh, the fluffy crook of Trouble's Cleft. Um. But yeah, uh, Dirk also leaves off saying like, "Hey, if you ever want to get better at at doing irony, uh, I will. I will be helping, whether you want to or not. Maybe." <laughs> um, and it it's. There's like a like a le- like the whole irony thing also I think gives Dirk like a level of mystery as to like not only his intents but like his actual like actions and like what like what is his game plan like what is he actually trying to do yeah. with, with Jane here yeah um because like he said earlier like he wants Jane to be more like Jake and wants Jake to be more like Jane uh, uh but like what is is what's his end game I don't know. It's interesting. Maybe it's we'll find out. Who knows? Maybe. Uh, it would be a shame if we didn't. Something I do want to point out is is the trend of beheading that we're starting to see in the pa- the panels. Uh, <laughs> first Pop-Pop got beheaded. Now, now who is that? Who is that? This weird little lamp. Wait, this weird little lamp got beheaded. Uh, I wonder if this trend of beheading will continue. Maybe, Will maybe Seb not. Really seem really seems to have this affinity for cutting off heads. Um. Yeah. Uh. Turk and Jane uh sign off. Um. And and Jane goes to uh to employ Lil Seb to to go get the game like she wanted. Um. Seb lifts up the fridge. Uh. And and hands her and hands Jane a note. Which is a, a humorous callback to back to uh, early early in the comic. Um, I don't. This is I don't know. This this one's really funny to me for some reason. Yeah. Now be a good girl. Put the fridge down and stay inside. <laughs> I I just love the insinuation, like that you are strong enough to lift the fridge, and you have truly become a mature, powerful woman. <laughs> like all right, <laughs> all right. Classic sure. dad. Classic, uh, Dad Crocker. Um, Lil' Seb, uh, cannot handle the fridge, uh, cannot handle holding up the fridge for too long, and, uh, because he's getting fidgety, he just decides to throw it through the wall, and, uh, it, it fucking flies out into the yard, uh, triggering the notice of Dad. Um, Jane throws her hat down in disgust, I only bring this up because... On her extra ladder, which she which which uh, she levels up on, the next level that she has uh, to advance to is Eris Sans Parent, which is Sans. Uh... <laughs> no, it's not fucking Undertale, you piece. <laughs> whoa, whoa, <laughs> Sans! I I just wanted to point out um that's about as uh as plain text as you as your foreshadowing can get. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, I sure hope nothing bad happens to Dad Crocker. That would be crazy. Yeah, a- a- another interesting thing to point out, uh, in-, in another instance of, is this a narrative thing or is this a game construct thing, is the fact that she's even leveling up, because that's that mm-hmm. that was a thing that we didn't see until the kids entered the game. In yeah, yeah. So interesting. Uh, but she says that she's been leveling up, leveling up since she was thirteen. So maybe it's a just turned thirteen thing. Who knows? Who knows? Who cares? 
uh, a bunch of these levels are also Problem Sleuth references. Um, so, again, this is your weekly reminder to read Problem Sleuth. Dang, when's that gonna happen? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just keep doing this until you do it. Um, yeah. Uh, I've, I've realized now that I should have made you read Problem Sleuth before we started the Patreon, because now we can, because now you can just delay it and say we should just do it for the Patreon. Yes! I've made a horrible mistake. <laughs> um... Yeah, we go back. Uh, we go back to Jake now, uh, who is now on the run from a an enraged goat dad, uh, flopping its way around on land. Um, he gets intercepted by by a horde of of uh, <laughs> vengeful tinker bulls, um, and it is is standoff with with the with the the goat dad is interrupted by. An ironically bleeding uh, robot, just at the right time, who flies in uh, and decapitates the the wild animal. Interesting. Another, another beheading. Hmm. In- interesting. Yeah. It just keeps happening. It, it does keep happening. Um. <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to the way Jake is sitting there on forty two seventy seven. It's good. <laughs> what a little dipshit. He's just chilling. Yep. Um, go back to Jane. Uh, Jane uh, heard the scampers out to the mailbox. Uh, as as Dad sees the wreckage that has been laid by Jane and uh, little Seb. Um, and uh, he 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 comes outside again, and there's a big. Metal Gear exclamation point over his head as he notices uh, Jane approaching the mailbox. Um, and uh, Jane, uh, she reaches in the mailbox to, to, to get the, the game, and the shit blows up. Damn. And that's the end of Act 6, Act 1. Whoa, Act 6, Act 1? What? What? Damn. Damn, that's crazy. I- one thing I do like in the in the admittedly small Jane get mail flash is the 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 other title drop or like the the title screen thing in the sky and how it goes behind a cloud. I think that's cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's supposed to have any special significance, but like I it, don't think so. <laughs> it, it it feels like a cool. I don't know. It it's it's it. I like it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, where the mailbox once stood, there is now just a big smoking, like a big uh, fiery plume of smoke, and uh, the curtains draw, and uh, we come out. We 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 zoom out to see uh, a hussy bot uh, <laughs> setting up a, a long series of these of these curtain dealies, um, commenting one down. Good, but yeah, good good line to 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 immediately follow that. It gets yes. a laugh out of me every time. <laughs> I I like that here. Like Hussey's motive is essentially just to murder everyone, um, which it, it it points like it is kind of felt like maybe that's what he wants to do. Yeah. Um, Ms. Paint is also still here. Uh, I don't know what the significance is here, but um. She's still around. Always good to see her. Love her. Great character. Uh, yes. Um, 
Hussey, com- Hussey also comments that he has, like, five more of these things to set up, which foreshadows the the five more acts of Act 6 that we're going to have to get through. Yeah. So there's that. Um... And uh, when 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 uh, it's when the the concept the the uh, the topic of the other characters is breached, uh, Hussey says, "Oh fuck, I left some of them alive." And he goes over to to see if he can go and uh, kill any of them uh, before they before they exit. Uh, unfortunately, there's only three nanoseconds for him to do so. Uh, so instead of killing them all, uh, he decides to level up the the kids on the. The shit on the battleship that's flying between the two mirror, the the two walls. Um, so he levels up uh, John and Jade, um, and gives them he grants them the the gift of speech and the ability to talk <laughs> like normal people without a chat client or a dream bubble or a sprite or a, a flash game environment or any like anything like that. So we're finally. Uh, how many pages in are we? We're 4,294 pages in, and we can have face-to-face conversations like normal people. Thank God. <laughs> I was wondering when this was going to happen. <laughs> but, uh, yes, we've made we've come so far. We truly have. And that's, la- and that's the last thing that we have uh, for, for this reading. Um, leading off, uh, leading off to, to bring us into Act 6, Intermission 1 next time and get some uh some nice action with our with our classic homestuck character yes 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 i was so tired of those other schmucks <laughs> i fucking hate those guys i mean didn't we spend like all of last episode ripping on them i, I, I yeah but i don't know the 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 way that like axic starts out really puts you in the headspace to be like dang i hate these kids <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think I after some time uh like after like literally and with some more pages I I'm a little bit warmer on them. Yeah. Um Jane I still I still like don't really Yeah, Jane's kind of iffy. The yeah. the the whole like I'm not your leader, I'm your friend line kind of rubbed me the wrong way cuz it it reminds me of like Okay, Kamala Harris. Yeah, like bosses who are like, "Oh, I'm not your boss. Come on, come on, we're friends. Come on." <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm warming up to everybody. I mean, I I I like Roxy and Dirk already. Mm-hmm. I don't have to like rewarm up to them, but I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm warming back up to Jake. Uh, maybe, Jake's funny. Maybe Jane can win me over because I I want to understand Jane likers. I, I really oh. do. <laughs> I, I'm trying to give her a chance. She hasn't done it. Like she didn't do anything as a, as a, as annoying as uh, as last time. Yeah. Um. Because we didn't have to get a tour through all of her Cracker Corp TM merchandise. Yeah. Uh. And there. There. And you know, we we set up some interesting potential character dynamics with her and Roxy. So you know, I'm I'm keeping an open an open door. Uh, in my heart for Jane. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm more overtly warming up to the others uh, at this point. I think. Let's go. We we <laughs> might be able to continue the podcast. Let's go. <laughs> uh, but I am definitely looking forward to to the next one because I I I Axis I one was pretty big when it came out and I remember some of it. Yeah. 
uh, understandable remember... because like when you leave off on Cascade as like the last thing with those characters, it's like, dang, what what are they up to? <laughs> yeah, and we're we're gonna find out, I guess. Let's go. Um, I don't know. I... It, it, we're like just barely at an hour, like a little bit under an hour, and I don't really know what else to say at this point. Hey, man, we're allowed to just have hour long episodes. Oh, we can do that, can't we? We people don't expect us to to talk for two hours every episode. I'm sure they would prefer if we talked less, probably. <laughs> well, uh, well, maybe. Um. I don't know. I don't know. No, uh, I, I I had a thought the other day. I was like, uh-oh. because with 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 Spotify listens, like it, it records a listen as a listen just just after sixty seconds. Like that's it. Uh, and and when when they when they keep listening, if they stop at a certain point, it doesn't count as a, as an additional listen. But but on SoundCloud, with with our very long episodes, it doesn't. It doesn't save where you leave off if you if you have to stop in the middle of an episode, and if they if they start up again, it counts as another listen. And I was I was sitting here I was like, how many of our listens are like causing like an inflation of listens because it's like someone has to stop in the middle of an episode and then they they close the tab and then they come back later and 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 find their spot again. Because two hours is a very long time to it's true. to to listen to two chumps talk about Homestuck. It's true, but I'm not about to have an existential crisis about it. Yeah, um, we don't have to. In we... my in my book, anybody who like stops in the middle of an episode and then comes back to finish it is like maybe more of a win than somebody clicking on it in the first place. You know what? You you're right. <laughs> if if any of you have ever done that, shout out to you. And if any of you have ever stopped listening to the middle of an episode and not come back, that's that's fine too. But I'm a little bit hurt. Dang. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I, I guess that we now have a, a an, another part to add to our our end of episode ritual, which we is do, that, uh, we do. Yeah, we have to shout out whoever's giving us money right now. Um. And I, you're the one who has the login to I, the I, Patreon because you do all the work around here. Yeah. Okay. So, would, okay. Would you like to do the honors? Okay. For for our first ever Patreon shoutout segment, I I'm unsure if if people want me to say their last name too because like there's last names on here. Uh. And maybe this is I don't know. maybe this is something we should have liked asked about on the twitter maybe um i would just i would just go with uh first names uh just uh for the uh for now and then maybe we can ask about it um but i i think that everybody will know who they are yeah yeah uh so shout out to to our first five patrons uh everyone everyone yeah five wow that's crazy you guys rock i love you guys uh it was it was kind of surprising because all of these people subscribed like day one. And I was like, dang, mm-hmm. people really want to give us money. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess you can go with like uh, just like the first letter um, of last name, like initial. I mean, yeah, like initial. That's the word for that. Yeah. So uh, one by one, I get to take my time because there's only five of you. 
uh first of all simon m shout out <laughs> shout out simon look at that who's this crazy simon guy i don't even think he listens to the pod he doesn't read homestuck i think he just gave <laughs> us money to give us money literal friend of the pod we appreciate it bro yeah bi- big shout outs to simon uh and then we have corin uh who 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 is who is not subscribed under the name corin i don't know how to pronounce it neo neoicac yeah which is which is kakioin backwards I, I i realized that like from jojo like from jojo like from jojo oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the it's the raro 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 guy <laughs> I don't. I don't have the energy for this. Uh, when are we gonna do the JoJo episode? <laughs> uh, we we could. I mean, I have JoJo takes. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll we'll discuss that behind the scenes. Uh, <laughs> our next one is Aubrey W. Shout out. Uh, and then we have a name that I've never seen before that I had to Google and 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 learn how to pronounce. Uh, I hope I say it right. Uh, Ina, E, uh, hope I didn't mess it up. Maybe it's Inna. Who knows? Very cool. Very cool. Uh, I'm sorry I like if your John name. butchered your name. Uh, <laughs> uh, and Darsh. Shout out. Shout out. Another friend of the pod. Shout out Darsh. Uh, and, and that's it. That's our five patrons. Uh, if, if anyone is interested in having your name said in an episode, it, you can get that done at our at our lowest patron tier, two dollars and fifty cents. Uh, very low cost to have your name said in an episode that not many people it's, listen to. <laughs> it's less than a bottle of soda in Philly. Like, wow! It's, it, really? It's, it's a month. A month. Have I told you about the Philly soda tax? The, what? We have we have a soda tax. It's it's really expensive around here. How, how much is a soda? Uh, it's like some. It's like uh, probably in the realm of like two fifty, like maybe a little bit. It's okay. between two fifty and three dollars usually. That's crazy. Not a can, like a bottle. That's crazy. <laughs> a little bit. I I get I get a bottle of soda for a dollar twenty five. It's a, it's a sugar drinks tax. Okay. Uh, so like I usually just get like diet iced tea. I've adapted to it. Yeah. Crazy. Uh. Anyway. Uh. If you if you wanna if you want us to read your name at the end of the episode, it it's it's less than. It's less than a lot of things, and it's and it's per month. So you know, if you get if you have any spare change, like you know, sure, why not? Um, so true. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give us your money. Uh, we have officially sold out. We are trying to siphon money out of our listeners. L L. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've never, I've never had like a Patreon before, so I don't. It, it feels a yeah, little it, bit weird. It's a, yeah, it's a weird feeling. Like I launched it, and then I immediately got notifications for people subscribing, and I was like, "Wow, that that's a that's crazy." People want to fund this project specifically. That's cool. Let's go. Um, we're we're gonna have yeah. we're gonna have the the hosting paid off in no time. Yeah, maybe we can get some mics that don't suck. So true. I mean, I was <laughs> planning on buying a new mic just like on my own. Cause I didn't realize that this the the mic on this headset was so bad because like I I, I wanted to pay money to get a wireless headset mm-hmm. and and all the reviews were like it's a it's a good mic and I mean it's it's perfectly serviceable I'm, it's I it's serviceable I'm but but my last mic was better 
and it was on a forty dollar headset. <laughs> yeah. And I paid like uh, one one twenty for this headset, so yeah. kind of cringe, kind of not based. Yeah, and my shit is also like serviceable, but like whenever I hear like the audio from like the shit that we're putting out, it's like th- this is about as good as we're gonna do with what we have, but it's like. Man, this could sound better. Yeah. Uh, so maybe someday before we finish the comic, it'll sound slightly better. I don't know. Um. Anyway, we we are over an hour now. Uh. So um. I guess, uh, new part of our ritual aside, uh, I'm going to do the rest of it. My, and the, the next part is to ask you what pages we're reading next time. Oh snap! Oh snap! <laughs> I almost forgot. <laughs> uh, for next episode. Which will be our fortieth? That's crazy. Whoa! Wow. <laughs> uh, we're we're gonna be read read pages forty two ninety five to forty three ninety. Okay. Nice, nice little uh ninety five page ninety five pager. All right, pretty cool. Is this all of A six I one or uh? Um, it's it it's weird. Uh. It's kind of weird how it's divvied up in the in the beginning, because okay. because of like actual like curtain placements kind of make it weird. Ah, <sighs> uh, well, you you'll know what I mean when when we get there. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Um. So I guess that gives me the clear to uh to to bring to yes. the close then. Yes. Feel free to take off. Okay. Um. Well. Uh. Dear listeners, uh, you have been listening to a Homestuck podcast. Um, I am Aiden, and I'm John. Um, thank you uh, to to everybody uh, who th- thank you to everybody who's listening. Um, it's it's awesome that uh, all, all I've said this before. It's it's always awesome that we're having like we have people who are going to take time out of their day to listen to us blab about this stupid old webcomic. <laughs> um. Uh, big shout out to everybody who's given us money, and still big shout out to everybody who hasn't, because like honestly, your uh, just listening and being part of the the audience is enough. Um, honestly, um, big shout out to Alex uh, for for editing and doing all like n- literally making it possible for you to be listening to this right now. Uh, awesome stuff, love you, dude. Um, and uh, catch us again next week uh, for. Forty-two ninety to forty-three, forty-two ninety-five to forty-three ninety to get into Act Six Intermission One, getting some good old-fashioned Beta Kid action once again. Let's go! I love betas. Yo. <laughs> anyway, uh, see you next week, everybody. See ya.